Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Buff Nagle, the podcast, where we explore entertaining and enlightening discussions of the adventure of life and all things good. From science and technology to history and philosophy to leadership and success, we hope to give you a better understanding of the world and skills for everyone to pursue their own adventure. Welcome back to Buff Nagel Podcast, where we talk about all things good in pursuit of the adventure of life. I'm Zach, and we're doing good things and talking about good things and all the good with the things and the stuff and the things. However, I can't do good alone. As always, I'm joined by good. I mean, Rafe. Good. How are you doing today? Zach, I am phenomenal. And the reason I'm phenomenal is I'm surrounded by goodness here on our... Like, this is, Zach, if I... Okay... I don't really know how we do the numbering because the episodes are numbered one through like, we're in three digits now. That's the point. We're at three digits. We are a hundred some in this, like the, the specials don't really count in the numbering. They are numbers that are not in the number list. Okay. They are not countable as we might say. So we have, we have over a hundred episodes and it's full of goodness. And this episode is really good because we got me and you and Harry on the show again this week. And, but before I start, Zach, you know this. Harry, you know this. Thank you to the listeners. We, we appreciate having you guys here. Um, look, we are at buffnego, buffnego.com. We're everywhere on the internet. Just look us up. Find us. Share the love. Share the buff. Tell your friends to listen. Get a free episode. Get us some pudding. And um, we got something special today. And I don't even know if we've really figured out exactly how we're doing this yet. But, but, um, but Zach, what, what, what are it's like? Are you going to go first or make Harry go first? Well, no, I'm going to explain what we're doing, and then I'm going to make you guys do stuff, and then I'm going to close it out, and we're going to call it a day. All right, go. You tell us what we're doing. So um, we talk a lot about seeking the good, being the good, and spreading the good. But what we don't sometimes do is, well, do that ourselves. Um, so we are taking time today to focus in on the good, capital G, in our lives and what it means to us and um, the people in it that bring us the good. So... Um, Harry's going to start us on off and talk about a little bit of good and happiness in his life as he just glares at me. Um, <laughs> rules. Um, and then he's just going to um, kick it on over to you. And then by the time it gets to me, I'll probably think of something good to, to share onto the world. Well, you have to think of which of the good things that are you have that you're going to share. That's the many good things. Yeah. The, all right. So Harry, you are, what do they say, on the clock? I'm on it the is clock. Your- I've got six or seven minutes, right, to, to give you my first draft pick of something good. Something good. Give us a first draft in the first round. Harry picks. Uh, picks his his story of redeploying from deployment in the Balkans back to the United States. All right. Tell us. So as listeners have probably heard over the past couple of weeks, I filled in for a few episodes. Um, and I've actually been filling in from home now, which is awesome. And I'm really, really happy to be back. Um, I was deployed for six-ish months um, to the Balkan Peninsula in southeastern Europe. If you don't know where that is, it's a lot of Greece and a lot of Croatia, but not Greece and Croatia because those are the fun countries. And why would the army send me in, send me anywhere fun, <laughs> right? So I was originally scheduled um, to come back around July fourth. Um, at one point in time, my boss was like, hey, we're going to try to send home, everybody home a week early. You're going to be back home with your family in late June. It's going to be great. 
you're going to love it. Everyone's going to have the July 4th weekend as soon as we come back. But but this is the army, right? But it, Right, but it's the army. So yeah. that got nixed pretty quick. <laughs> um, and then at some point, boss comes down again and goes, yeah, you know, we're probably going to have to push to like July 7th. So we're going to just miss you know, the back end of the possible four day weekend for the 4th of July, which I'm sitting there going, well, shoot, that's, that kind of sucks, but I guess that's all right. I'll be back home after that. And then it comes down that we got to stay an extra 10 ish days. So now instead of coming back home on July 6th or 7th, we're coming home on July 15th. At this point, I keep telling Jamie all this and that, and she basically says, you know what? Stop telling me this until you get your plane tickets and you're on the airplane coming home. (laughs) So, so immediately all of my anticipation of coming home is kind of decreasing because I just don't know when I'm going to board the airplane. But eventually, I do board the airplane on July 15th. Um, I fly to Vienna, right, early in the morning. I make it there. Awesome. I get on my plane in Vienna. My next flight is to London Heathrow, right? So another immediately afterwards, probably about an hour and a half layover. And then I'm scheduled to go from London straight to Raleigh, North Carolina. Direct. 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 Not nonstop. All right. That's awesome. Perfect. Right. Eight and a half hours-ish, maybe seven, somewhere around there. And I'll be home. It'll be great. Um, But my flight out of Vienna was delayed. I ended up um, getting to London far too late for my connecting flight amid all of the summer moving baggage disasters that was London Heathrow all over the news, right? So I'm stuck in the middle of that. I find out that I have to I have to stay in London for two days. So so you're 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 trying to get back from the deployment. You've been yep. gone six months. Yep. You were within hours. You you were like less than an hour from leaving I I will be in my own bed Next to my wife, kissing my baby goodnight at the end and of the day. At the end of the day, and and you miss the flight, and now you're stuck, not just for like an hour for the next flight. No, the next was, flight is... Was in two days. Two days, great. So great. I had to stay in London for two days, which... All well, those places. Yeah. They speak English. It's, it's a nice city to be in. <laughs> and uh, I, I was lucky enough and fortunate enough that the army pays for lodging. Right, So that's some, some good things to look forward to in my life. Additionally, uh, I found out one of my old college friends, Mo Knife. So, Mo, if you're out there listening, here's your shout out. Um, he he only lived in Lancaster, England, which was about a four hour train ride um, north of London. So, I, I hit him up and said, Hey, man, I've got a hotel room that you can share with me. If you just uh, come on down, we'll, we'll hang out. And I hadn't seen him in seven years, right? So, Mo's a good enough friend that he's willing to procrastinate as he always does on his PhD dissertation (laughs) (laughs) and uh, come down and hang out with me for a weekend. So, well, that's a good friend, right? That is, that is a great friend. He, so he dropped what he was doing, which was working on his dissertation. Well, it's not like he had really started, right? Oh, okay. So, but he's working, but he's, he travels four hours on the train. That's right. Down into London just to hang with you for what, a day and a half? Or a day? Not even. Maybe maybe 12 to 16 hours max. Oh, wow. All right. So so I got to hang out with him, which was fantastic, um, especially considering he got married this past weekend. So congrats to him. 
and his wife. Um, well, more congrats to him. That's right. To his, right, right. That's right. right. And he's the lucky one. Yeah, that's right. Um, but so I, I got to see a good friend in London. I got to stay in a nice place. Um, and I had a flight scheduled to go back home. So I was very fortunate for that. Um, so two days later, after arriving in London, I departed London and flew across the Atlantic to arrive in Raleigh, North Carolina, um, you know, just a couple short hours later in the evening. And I, and I'm sure if there's any other military folk out there, seeing your spouse at the end of six months after you haven't seen them is an incredible feeling. And it's an even more incredible feeling when you realize it, well, when you realize, when, when you have known that your wife is pregnant and seeing her actually pregnant um, for the first time in six or seven months. Yeah, so when you left, she was um, just a little bit, and yep. and when you got there, she was a lot. And that lot. and that uh, <laughs> that little baby's coming up here in uh, a couple weeks, right? About five or six weeks. So I got to um, I got caught behind two guys at an escalator going down to the baggage claim. So I can see, I, I saw Jamie and I saw you there too, Rafe. Yes, you were fortunate to yep. have family uh, helping her out. Um. But I, I, I still can picture her in her black dress, standing there giving me a little hello wave, a little finger wave. And I don't, I do not know how long I hugged her for. I, it could have been 30 seconds. It could have been three or four minutes, five minutes. I have no idea. Um, but you, you get teary and misty eyed because that's, that's the one person that you want to see so that's that's my that's my good story is i got to see a good friend within what seems like bad circumstances so i'm seeking the good and when i'm home i am with the good and that's that's where i'm meant to be and i'm very very thankful for that well that's kind of all that's kind of made me all teary that's a great one that's a great good one zach Oh, it's your turn. Oh, I'm up next. I'm up next. Okay. Well, I'm my closer. I don't know. What we have. You are the middle reliever. Best for last. Yeah, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. So, so my good. All right. All right. So I have this. Um. Well, I, I have I have been been blessed beyond measure. There is um, what do they say? My my cup runneth over. Um, in fact, my cup runneth over and it's making a mess. I mean, it is like, it is everywhere. And um, I I could not, like they, I think the thing to do is to look around and say, who's, who's, who would you trade problems with? You know, I mean, I, I'm generally a pretty positive person. There are times when I, when, when problems arise and I don't like the problems, I wish they would go away. And I'd work really hard to try to make them go away. But um, in general, I, I I don't think I want to trade my problems. I don't want to. I don't. I, I don't ever look out there and say, okay, I'd rather be that guy, or I'd rather be that lady, or I'd be. <laughs> what I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I can't. I cannot imagine how if if I had a chance to rewrite where I am, how I would rewrite it. I, ca- I cannot. I cannot fathom that if somebody said, okay, 
Just rewind wherever you want to rewind and change a decision, change a circumstance, and then let it and then let it flow forward again. I, I can't imagine how I do that. I can't imagine how I would make it better. Um, it doesn't mean it hasn't had pain, that it hasn't had heartbreak, um, that it hasn't had um, disappointment. But in general, it has been it has been phenomenal. I've been I've been married to the same lady for th- over thirty years. Um, it is it has been it you know it's full of ups and downs, but that's what makes it go right. I mean it um, it is it is a wonderful wonderful thing. I am I am blessed beyond measure with three three kids that are completely imperfect. Um, they, I, I would love to say they are perfect. X roll in his eyes. It's like, but, I thought yeah. I was perfect. No, well, I'm, I'm thinking there, there's three. So there's, there's Jamie, there's Olivia. There's wait, 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 I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Wait, wait, I got three. I got like three kids that are phenomenal that I would not like who, who's, who would I trade them for? Who, who would I rather have? All right. And then, and then they have like, and they have like this, they have grown my family with them. They have they've brought other people in that I, I know their friends. I now know their spouses. Um, I have these little grandbabies. I have I have two that I've met. I have one that I've only seen evidence of um, that I will get to meet sometime in the next couple of weeks, as Harry says. And and I, I think I think it's good. And we talk a lot about uh, about things that we've seen in the past in art and in architecture. And, and I, I believe that you should go out and you should memorize some, some things of literature and it doesn't even have to be literature. I don't, I don't even care if they're movie quotes. Okay. Or, or song lyrics or, 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 um, or pop song, you know, pop songs or, or even, or, or even um, commercial slogans. Right. Have some things at your memory that you can that you can rattle off and that you know and that are appropriate. And the one that the one that I come to is um, is from Robert Browning, and it is the the last two lines of his of his poem called his poem called Pippa's Song, and it's it's eight little lines. The years at the spring. And days at the morn, mornings at seven, the hillsides dew-pearled. The larks on the wing, the snails on the thorn, God's in his heaven, and all's right with the world. And that is that is the those last two lines, God's in his heaven, and all's right with the world. Those, those, those come back to me over and over and over and over again. People will say, how are we going to get this working? I say, we'll do this, we'll do this, we'll do this. And then at the end, when it works out, the answer to me is always God's in his heaven and all's right with the world. And I, I can't, I cannot get past how that is true. That is true in its full sense, certainly for me. And I'll bet in a certain sense is true for you, wherever you are, whoever you are, whatever you're doing. And whenever it is that you hear this is that God is in his heaven and all's right with the world. Things are as they should be. Or things are getting there, and in not very long time, you will be able to say God's in His heaven and all's right with the world. And that's by Robert Browning. And Robert Browning um, fell in love. He's not Robert Frost, right? He's not does not stop by the wood on a snowy evening. Um, He married a young lady named Elizabeth Barrett, and she became Elizabeth Barrett Browning. And she is known for the poem "How Do I Love Thee." It's a sonnet. And, and that's another line that comes to me all the time. How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. 
And that, and I think uh, these guys have both grinned when I said that because they'll say something like, wow, did you have a hard time getting home? And I'll be like, let me count the ways, which means that I will tell you this story about how this was incredible. Like, how was your bike ride? Oh, it was incredible. Let me count the ways. So there, there are all these little things that are available to you out there. Um, we're trying to bring those to you here on The Buff. We appreciate you listening. Um, the feedback we get from this is um, it is more uh, it, it is more gratifying than I ever could have imagined. There are times when it's when it's difficult to to put these shows together on a weekly basis. We've been doing this for two years now, Zach, and sometimes it's it uh, sometimes we get ahead of the game. Sometimes we're a little bit behind, but we are a hundred and some episodes into this thing, um, which is just about two years. It'll be two years coming up in September, I guess. So um, this has been great. Uh, I have a wife and a family. Uh, my parents are still around. Uh, God's in his heaven. And all's right with the world. Wow. All right. Now you got to follow those on down. down. <laughs> you were just doing the coming. Are you not entertained? Uh, uh, see, there, there you go. Know the movie quotes. Are you not entertained? <laughs> um. Yeah, so I think I'm going to talk kind of, um, I had a conversation with a very dear friend of mine this weekend, which is kind of talking about uh, the things I'm creating and the things she's creating and just kind of us stepping forward together. And um, she's been a massive support system of me as I've kind of shifted my life and kind of been able to find um, purpose and joy again after struggling through a lot of COVID-related things and even through law school. Um, but the biggest thing is we got talking about, you know, titles and we are both anti-title people because, you know, when you are attached to a title, an achievement or an accolade, you get um, used to the external thing, which means that you're not, you know, giving focus to the internal. And um, we were talking about, you know, if you strip all that away and you're left, um, you're left with just the support of who I am as a person from my soul, um, what does, what does it look like? And she asked me that question. I was like, you know what, um, here we go. And, if you don't know this about me, I am a wordsmith. I like to text and talk and um, send you know flowery things to my people because I want to let my people know um, for as long as I can when they're in my life what they mean to me. Um, because I've spent too much time having that having missed opportunities of those people um, in my life not meaning. Um, but I she I responded to her question with you know what this this is who you are to me. And I was able to put that into words and they're like, wow, I need to hear that. Not even for, you know, just like the, the looking at like that, but also looking at the fact that this is someone who's you know been positively affected by my life, um, what they describe me and how they put me into words. So I'm just um, grateful for that. And then additionally, um, I think I've mentioned before, I am a part-time fitness coach. Rafe is a part-time fitness donut in his mouth coach. Um but I'm a part-time fitness coach. Harry's part-time fitness too. So I, 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 I watch this, this American Ninja Warriors thing. And I'm thinking, I, I'm thinking Harry and Zach should go on, on American Ninja Warrior, but I'm going to go on American French Toast Warrior. And that's, uh, you may, you guys may be able to climb Mount Gamamuchi or whatever that is at the end of that show. I will be winning the French Toast competition market like number of like pieces of French toast that you can make in a minute or something. Think about how American Ninja Warrior, what it is, and then just substitute French toast. That's where I am. Zach. Yeah. Well, um, thank you. 
<laughs> you're also probably on the derailing train while you're doing it. Regardless, though, um, I'm part-time fitness coach, and um, one of the things we always do at the end of our classes is we we finish with three deep breaths, and then we have announcements. But something that I do because of just who I am is I want those people who come and take my class who are part of that community to know that they are important to us and they're more than just a number. So I always make sure I, I take the time to you know thank them, let them know what it means for them to show up in that space, to take an hour out of the day, their day to be with me, to deal with all of my antics and everything else I do while I coach. Um, but additionally, like uh, Thursday of last week, of the week that we're recording this, um, I told everyone in my class to reach out to somebody um, that they care about and let them know what they mean to them. And um, me doing that was, um, it, it, it opened a opportunity to have real conversations with real people. And I think so much of life and with COVID and so many other things, we have forgotten to do that, to sit down and have those conversations. So it created that opportunity and just, you know, me being able to sink into my own and appreciate those little bit moments and let the people in my life know like, Hey, this is what you've done for me. This is what you mean to me. And I will never stop telling you because you matter. And I want to, I want you to know that. So, yeah. Well, kind of going off of that, I want to tell all the listeners how much you mean to me because sometimes Zach Donahue doesn't get enough credit. Right. So you, you do all this work and you push yourself and put yourself out there. But for any listeners that have high school buddies or kids or are heavily involved in sports and sports mentality, you go to the website www.zachdonahue.com and you take a look at it and you read what he has to say because it's all the same things that he's been saying on this podcast for the past two years in word form and he knows what he's talking about and it's worth it. Yeah, and that you know, I let me say that too. All right, so I like I said, I love these two guys here more than anything, more than I can say. And the amount of work that Zach does to get this podcast on a regular basis, every, he's the editor, he's the sound mixer guy, he does all the all the heavy lifting, all right. And then when if he's not around to help co-host, then you're stuck with me alone, or we drag Harry in, or 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 Bob. <laughs> on occasion and we get some guest hosts in there but zach is the heart and soul of this of this show and you know it's interesting because i tell people that i uh, i'm a statistician and i work for a, a pharmaceutical company but i'm a part-time podcast host and then they light up with that and they say what do you do i said well i work with my son and some son and lately i've been saying with my sons on the pot they think that is the greatest thing ever and i know there are a lot of grown men who would love would love to work with their grown-up kids um, and, you know, we don't get to work on a, you know, like a for-profit, you know, Buff Nagel is not a, not a for-profit thing yet. If you, but unless, kind of thing. <laughs> it is for all sorts of things. But if you would like to hire us to do something, we're, we're, we're more than willing to, to take a shot at it. But um, I, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just enamored. I'm enamored with truth, beauty, and goodness. And I am enamored with the way my life has turned out. Um, God's in the seven and all's right with the world. I think uh, that's no better way to end this episode than that. So I want to go remind everyone to go seek the good, be the good, and spread the good. Enjoy the adventure of life. Mm-hmm.